Introducing Mortgage Matters. This is a great time to go buy a house. This is when the real estate fortunes are made. A show dedicated to helping you navigate the challenging and ever-changing financial and real estate landscape. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were put into conservatorship in 2008 and continued to dominate the mortgage market. The mortgage now, your hosts, Dan Podesto and Jason Brody of Central Coast Lending. The fact that you're being called upon to help clean up Wall Street's mess is an outrage. Broadcasting outrage. live from the KVEC studios in San Luis Obispo. What economy are you talking about? Talking it's about. time for Mortgage Matters. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Central Coast. That's right. We are back. We are back. And we are live. Back in action for a brand new year. Very exciting stuff. Just getting uh, getting, getting the settled in. Off some of my microphone here. <laughs> Things don't feel the way that they did when I left them. Do I talk into this thing? <laughs> here we are. Man. Here we are. All right. I think we're getting settled in here. Got a great live show for you today. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around after a. Another great uh, Motor Mouse show. We, uh, I, I'm Dan Podesto here. I'm joined by Mike Points. Good morning. And uh, in the second hour today, we're going to be joined by a couple of guests. That's right. Right. We've got Matt and Jeffrey Holland. We're going to have from, <clears throat> excuse me, on the show. They're certified Medicare planners. And... Um, and I had had the opportunity to have dinner with them last night. Very interesting stuff we'll talk about that's on the mind of, I believe, many people, whether you're kids of elderly parents or the elderly parents themselves, we'll have some good education for you on the second half of the show today. Cool. Looking forward to that. Um, so the first hour of the show, I thought we'd just catch up a little bit on the last couple of weeks of news and events, things that have impacted the mortgage and real estate market. And, um, and I just kind of want to know what you did for New Year's. Me first? Yeah, sure. My New Year's was uh, was pretty laid back. A good a good friend of ours, who's an attorney in town, he and his wife moved up to Templeton about a year and a half ago, so we haven't had the chance. It's funny, you live in slow together, you go out together maybe once or twice a month, you hang out all the time, and then you move approximately 23 miles away up the grade, and it's like, Gosh, I really want to hang out with you, but you live up the grade. Yeah, you might as well have moved states, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> so we we made it a point to spend some time with them, which was which was great. I used cool. to do the whole go out, paint the town, have a great time, see everybody, but you know, I guess it's going to make me sound real old. I just am over it. Yeah. I'd rather be in a house where there's the temperature is 71 degrees Agreed. based on the thermostat and Yeah, there's something about the uh large drunken crowds that is kind of a, a turnoff for me and the driving home and the dealing yeah. with that traffic it's i get i i'm just sounding so lame right now but you it, do I, it, <laughs> you do but i i understand it and but it I, helps uh, me enjoy the evening yeah. more yeah you know, I know. I mean? it's kind of nice to sit home and watch it on tv the new year's thing yeah 
and think about all those people in New York that are freezing to death in Times Square. Oh my Square. gosh, right, right. <laughs> 10, 10 degrees yeah. with the wind chill. See, yeah. I, I scapegoat my children as the yeah. reason why I don't um, yeah. do you anything have fun. But really, it's because yeah. I, like Mike, would prefer to just stay at home. I think uh, I yeah. would enjoy myself. I do enjoy yeah. myself more, so that's mm-hmm. what I do. I had the privilege, <laughs> so I was at this yeah. house, I was at my good friend's house, yeah. uh, Dallas Moser, he's an attorney with Carmel Nakasha, and and he doesn't have cable. I also don't have cable. We use these new, you know, Amazon Fire Sticks. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. so he didn't have live TV. Yeah. So here we are. It's like, you know, nine o'clock, the ball's dropped in New York. Like, we better get the, the ball drop show on, you know, just have it on the background. And then mm. here we are fidgeting with this remote. Like, <laughs> I don't think we can watch this thing. Finally, we found it on CNN through the Wi-Fi TV. And uh, Anderson Cooper and this other guy were hilarious. He can turn you, the mic, Mike. Did you see <laughs> I that? Just did you yeah, see I that? We're... All right, did, I didn't. Anyways, yeah. this guy, his co-host, <laughs> yeah. is three sheets to the wind, <laughs> just saying whatever he wants. And Anderson <laughs> Cooper is basically like, "Can we go to break?" Like, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Um, you know what? What I do like about this time of year, though, is it personally, is I think this is the one time of the year where we actually feel the seasons change yeah I, i'm looking out the window here it looks a little bit like seattle it looks yeah. wintry right yeah i had love, a little rain this week love that yeah love that too. football well, i was in moral bay the other day too and i i you kind of live up in the heights right down that area uh, somewhat eh. but i drove up 41 and boy it was like all of a sudden it was just like it was it was like the seasons up yeah. in 41 yeah you yeah. get all the all the trees changing colors and yeah, yeah, it looks nice up there. It's a it's a it's a nice time of year. Uh-huh. I spent the new year. I it's been a long, long time, but I took the train down to San That's Diego, right. oh, and great. it was a I love the train. It was a nice way yeah. to travel. I yeah. I must admit, I you know it was a little mm-hmm. bit longer, of course. Yeah, the six hour drive turns into an eight hour trip, but it um it lacked that road stress that you have from being in traffic and worrying about what that guy's doing next to you yeah. and you know what kind of traffic you're going to get stuck in and all that i could just focus well, all my attention on my family yeah and, and pay that's attention the to the too. kids and you can get up and move around with your kids yeah it's and so i guess much more user friendly for kids the only drawback is that the kids yeah. could get up and get around yeah. instead of being strapped into that seat but yeah. otherwise uh, you can pay extra to strap them down yeah yeah, yeah i'll i gotta look into that i guess <laughs> um that's cool dan but yeah it was a nice yeah. way to travel had a nice um nice new year's down there with my family a bunch of my cousins aunts uncles you know all their young kids got and my young kids got to hang out together so it was a good time is there a separate like lounge bar cart where like these people that have you know dapper dan hairdos sit and smoke cigarettes and there is a bar and food cart okay yeah anything happening on that cart that 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 looks like what it does in the movies or is it just um, your basic bar cart you know i, I feel like every, I, honestly, never, I didn't even see it i didn't see oh, it. you didn't go no okay. um no my the kids really wanted to go down there, and it was a I could get a five minute break away from the kids, so I I took it. Yeah, I took it. I sat in my same chair and I enjoyed the peace and quiet for five minutes. That really is a function of parenting, <laughs> I think. At this, when your kids are this age, it's like how can I get little little pauses? little breaks? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a reality. For you're sure. looking, you're counting the minutes till nap <laughs> nap time. Thirty five minutes till nap time. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it was a uh, it Good was nice you. though, and glad to be back here. And 
<clears throat> I guess there's one other event that's worth mentioning last week was uh, Central Coast Lending turned 10 years old. Wow. It's the Bravo. January 2nd. We got our January 2nd, 2008. We, we became a corporation mm-hmm. recognized by the state of California. And so. Cool. 2018. Here we are. 10 Happy years birthday. later. Yeah. Happy you birthday. gotta, you gotta be, I mean, gosh, you have so many stories about the, the trials and tribulations and growth of this company, but oh, yeah. to start it when you did and to be where we are now, it's, it's got to feel pretty, pretty darn good. Yeah. You know, I was very, um, Jason and I got together and decided to, to start Central Coast Lending and we we're very positive about it. Thought, thought that we, there was no way we, it wasn't going to work, but I think in the back of both of our minds, we were both scared out of our minds, you know. It's the best way to succeed. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it's just, it's been little successes here and there yeah. in a, just a turbulent market or turbulent industry. I don't, I don't know which. So far, I don't know that I've seen a, a normal real estate market in my 15 or so years in, in mortgage. So maybe this is just how it is all the time. Yeah. And, and, and we start, one of the things I, I want to just transition into and talk about really quick um, with current events and news, Dan, is, is, you know, with regards to the, the data that came out this last week, it was so interesting to see again, you're mentioning turbulence and, you know, normal and what is expected. When you read these economic books, you see if a jobs report comes out lower than tr- traditionally, a bonds market should get better and you know because of that the way that the market perceives that jobs report not not the case i mean pricing got a little bit worse but then earlier in the week when you see the dow jones jump to exceed 25,000 and and go from 24,000 to 25,000 in less than 3 weeks or about 3 weeks Normally, you would think rates would get worse because that's showing the equities market being very strong, people getting out of the bonds market, and and it does the opposite. So we're starting this year again with like, hmm, that's interesting. How is this market really supposed to work? In the sense that every time you think a, a traditional move happens, you, you expect the counter move. It doesn't always happen as it's written in the book. Yeah, it doesn't seem like much is, is following a rule book here lately, and um it is interesting to see how the markets are reacting. I, f- I feel like we're finally actually getting more predictable type of movement in in bonds. I feel like with all of the Fed policy changes as far as interest rates go last year, you know, we had three quarter point rate increases. Yet all year long, we saw rates go down, you know, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. From the beginning of the year to the end of the year is more or less unchanged, but there were three rate hikes in between. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like what I've seen towards the end of the of last year and, and the opening week of this year is some normalizing of, of the interest rates. I, I'm seeing the 10-year bond move a little higher, move closer to 2.5%. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing interest rates still kind of staying low. You know, there's a lot of other forces besides just the markets that can affect mortgage interest rates. You know, the Fed funds rate is a is obviously a benchmark rate for a lot of different indices and 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 things I you know that mm-hmm. that move through the economy. But what 
what else? The other items that can impact mortgage rates are just supply and demand of mortgages. If mortgages are, if there's not as much mortgage activity, then you can see banks squeeze profit margins, which will keep rates low in spite of upward rate movement from the Fed or, you know, from other areas. So there's also something when you get to the end of the year, you tend to see rates get a little worse just because there's, there's there's more going on. Well, you have, you have portfolios of, you know, these, these different investment houses have these portfolios and these securities that they're getting ready to package up for end of year. And, you know, they're closing out balance sheets and, and, profit and loss statements for their division of their company and and they need to make it look a certain way so that they get graded a certain way so that next year they can attract more clientele and and so there's there's manipulation that's going on to try to structure what what last little bit of business they're going to do to include in these um, securities and and things like that so there's just there's just external factors that are that don't always line up with what's going on in the market. I feel like we've opened this week. We're starting to see a little bit of an uptick in the in the Treasury yield, which I think is more or less forecasting future Fed movement for this year. Um, you know, we we closed out December with a a rate hike announcement, the third one of 2017, and this week we saw Fed minutes come out. Um, you know the the decision to raise rates in December wasn't a unanimous decision. It was seven to two. There were two dissenting members. The two that dissented on that move were concerned that the hike could possibly slow economic growth and impede the progress um, towards our two percent inflation goal. Mm-hmm. And so there's just it. it at the same time, there's still belief that there's going to be three more rate hikes this year. More of the gradual type of move that we've seen over the last two years, you know, quarter point increments. Um, we're not going to see anything drastic. I think back to earlier in my career when there's a lot of Fed action and I'd see half point, three quarter point moves at a, at a time. And, and then it wouldn't be three month gaps between Fed, Fed policy changes. It would be month, one month after another. So this is still the slow and steady Fed where there's people, you know, we've got dissenting opinions on the Fed, um, but still I'm seeing the bond start to move in a direction that's forecasting more increases this year. Yeah. And I do, I, that's interesting. You see a lot of other factors such as, um, you know, the manufacturing surge going on in December. That's a news for me. That's, that's good quality news for our economy, but that's that's just fueling the fire that the Fed's talking about when they're trying to they're trying to keep a cool, calm, easy flowing, easy growing three percent economy. And when we're all of a sudden our manufacturing index rose, you know, remarkably last year, which means jobs are coming back into that in into America for that means exports are going to happen. You know, and that GDP hasn't had many exports in quite some time. Over the last 10 years, we've, we've really whittled it down just because of competition internationally in this global market that we live in. And so these all, these all factors come into play. There's, n- there's never a time I can personally say that I know exactly what the rates are going to be. But our acknowledgement of these other variables and the way we think about this stuff during the week 
gives us a good idea of where I think the market's going. And I, I personally think that we could see uh, rates in the first quarter stay right about where they are. I personally do think that because I'm not seeing the 10-year jump up to like 2.8 in the next three months. No. I, I don't really see that. I don't see that either. 2.8 would be enough to make it now a quarter point higher than what our normal 30-year fix would be. You know, it'd be about three-eighths higher. Right it, now, the, the market metrics are lining up the way we would expect them to. We're, we're seeing a 2.5% 10-year treasury yield, or just under that, I should say. Just under. And typically, there's, a, there's about a 1.5% gap between that 10-year bond yield and the 30-year fixed mortgage rate. Mm-hmm. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the 30-year fixed mortgage rate is sitting right around 4%, if not just a little under. Yeah, I, when you the, do a conventional conforming balance under right. four hundred fifty-three thousand in this in this county, no problem. So that no problem. in past year, recent past years, that gap has actually widened a little bit. Um, but here it is, back to its historical norm of about a point and a half spread, and so that that feels normal to me. I, it does look like there's a little bit of resistance at that two and a half level on the ten year. So it does feel like we're in a in a tight little range right now that that unless something else changes that we're probably going to remain in for a little bit but watch that 10 year treasury yield when it moves over two and a half percent then you could start to see a quick move higher um, that's how the bond market tends to work right it, it kind of hovers in these ranges and then once it crosses a threshold then it moves quickly mm-hmm. into a new range mm-hmm. and so that's what we want to keep that that's what we're looking out for at our our company at Central Coast Lending when we're advising people on locking or not um, interest rates or trying to coach people on refinance timing and things like that. Um, but yeah, when you do look around at some of the other market metrics like manufacturing, you know, you see a surge in, in manufacturing numbers for the fourth quarter of last year. You see continued strength in the employment sector with, um, you know, extremely low unemployment at 4.1%, 17-year low for the unemployment um, figure. In fact, this morning in the local newspaper, I saw that the local um, unemployment rate was near a historic low. I think it was like one-tenth of a percent off of a, of a historic all-time low. They took the county as a whole. Yeah, this the Not- slow county area, I want to say it was at 2.9%. This is a November reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, all, all around though, wherever you look, I think you're seeing very low employment, and we're starting to see wage growth trending in the right direction year over year. For for last year, it was up two and a half percent, which I think is in line with a cost of living adjustment, yeah, cost of living type of stuff. But um, obviously, we'd like to see it growing a little faster. Um, but still, it's it's improving, and so better than a kick in the pants right yeah i always like to finish sentences with that (laughs) (laughs) these are your options yeah i mean hey if you could take going backward or going forward very very slowly i'll i guess i'll take forward right (laughs) right um you know that that helps me segue too when we look at these these unemployment statistics dan we we tend to forget or maybe we're just not aware that as the the baby boomers and that class that generation ages they leave the job market altogether you know and they're leaving the job market at quite a clip Mm -hmm. you know i mean 
Baby boomers are turning 62 at a rate of 10K per day. Yeah. It feels like all around me, all of my, all the adults in my life are retiring and have been for the last five or 10 years. Right. Continue to do so. Yeah. And so they live longer now because of, you know, the health consciousness, if you will, or the medicine out there or the care that this nation provides. But, you know, that their retirement, you know, the estimate for retirement, almost 50% of these boomers don't have retirement savings. So we get into, you know, what is the, what is the economy doing as costs are going up? You know, if you've got a job, you can keep up with these costs if you get a wage increase of two and a half, maybe. You're probably, it just depends where you live. But two and a half can probably get you by to meet up with inflation on on the, on the paper. But, you know, for these individuals who are retired, who have social security income only, or maybe a small pension, if you still see that on tax returns, their their challenge now is, how do I keep up with, you know, the future? How do I prepare myself to not only pay all my bills, but not reduce my lifestyle too drastically, right? Mm-hmm. That's a step backwards when you're in retirement. You want to enjoy yourself. Sure, you don't get to go on vacations every year. You're not going to Hawaii as much, but you'd like to have some fun. I think the concern is the average savings is less than $50,000. And as you know, Life throws curveballs at us. You know, like mm-hmm. you said, sometimes you just get kicked in the pants. That's your only option. And I think what we want to talk about today um, is how reverse mortgages can help supplement your plan, complement your plan. I think a lot of there's a lot of myths behind reverse mortgages. I want to bust some of those on the show. I also want to, today on the first hour before our guests come on, I also want to talk about some of the simplicity of getting a reverse mortgage. I think a lot of people think it's like this big process where I have to make sure I get my attorney involved, which it's not a bad thing to, to talk with them, but there doesn't need to be a trust set up to do a reverse mortgage. You don't really need to have a lot. You don't need to show much income, but you do need to show enough to support yourself for the main common things. And most people don't know this. You got to have the ability to show that you can still pay the utilities. You can still pay the property tax. You can still pay the insurance on the household. You know, the bank is going to take away that big principal and interest mortgage payment, but you're going to have household expenses. I mean, and the other thing you have to show really is that you have, you know, you have the full intent of residing in this home. I mean, what makes you eligible is that you're 62 years old. The youngest borrower has to be 62, but um, living in the house is, is, it's an option only if you want to go live somewhere else for say six months out of the year, there is a snowbird option, Mm -hmm. but you have to stay in this house. So, you know, these types of plans, these discussions have to come up. Many people I, I get calls from, we get calls at the office. I'm trying to sell my house. I'm not sure when I'm going to sell it, but I'd like to get a reverse mortgage on it before I sell it because I don't want to make the payment. I've gotten two of these calls in the last three months. Well, that's not really how it works because the intent of the bank is to provide you with a product that will share your equity in your home with you in exchange for no payment. And you can't just use it for three months while you get the house ready to sell it, you know? So that's one thing I hear already off the bat that people get confused. They want to they wanna use it as a short-term solution. I don't think it is. Um, other things I think people aren't really familiar with as we just kind of segue into this 
uh, the the pros and cons of of reverse mortgages today, Dan. I I think a lot of people believe that. I think this myth's been busted, but I still hear it is that the bank now owns your house, and that's not true at all. You still own your house. You're on deed of title. The bank is a deed of trust, just like it would be if you had a home equity line or or a traditional mortgage, right, Dan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A mortgage, a reverse mortgage is still a mortgage. It's still a, a lien against your home. The difference is that rather than receiving a bill every month, you the bank has, they defer the interest. They, they pile the interest on um, and... It just reduces. It's paid out of your equity of your home. Really, is is what happens. It doesn't become a a taxable event until the reverse mortgage is actually paid off. So it's a little different in how the the mortgage interest side works. But it's still just a mortgage. You're never losing title. If if you pass away or if you don't reside in the home for the twelve, you know, for a twelve month period of time and are forced to get out of that loan some way or another. The same thing happens as with a forward mortgage. Um, you mm-hmm. know, you would your heirs would take over the property and decide whether to refinance into their own loan or whether to sell the property. Um, or if if you're, you know, just not residing there for twelve months, you decide whether to refinance back into a traditional mortgage or whether to sell the property. It's there, there's no there's no worry that you're going to lose your home. That's not going to happen i've I've never heard of that it doesn't happen that what does happen is if mom passes away you usually have anywhere from six to 12 months usually they're forgiving enough to give you 12 full months to call the note and pay it off or sell the property Mm -hmm. another phone call i got recently is look we want to do um we want to do a bridge loan because i'd like to get this loan paid off but we want to sell it you know we want to fix it up and sell it maybe in a year two years that's not really what a bridge loan is for. You know, a bridge loan is to help you in the transition of buying your next house so you don't have to sell your existing house first. And it has a whole different list of pros and cons. So, you know, I'm, I'm mentioning these examples because the, really the, the class of people that, that need this are, are getting education from the internet or a friend and don't always have the right accurate things. So, um, the last couple of things really before we go to a, a break is um, I want when we get back from the break, I want to hit on a couple other key statistics and things that have changed not only in 2015 but 2017 that, that regard reverse mortgages as we set up for our guests to come in the second hour. So um, as we take this quick break for our sponsors, please stick around when we get back. We'll get back more into reverse mortgages. So stick around. We'll be right back after the break. To ask a question or make a comment, call 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Mortgage Matters on KBEC News Talk 920 will be back after these messages from our sponsors. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. There's a common myth that home buyers need to save a 20% down payment to buy a home. The fact is we offer numerous zero down and low down payment loan programs. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. California BRE number 0183960. California DBO number 6054783. NMLS number 328358. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. 
For those of us who live here on the Central Coast, we know this is a unique place to have a home. And for over 30 years, Patterson Realty has been a vital part of San Luis Obispo County. Patterson professionals have led the way in real estate by adapting to new market conditions to make sales happen. What they offer is the quality of their people, agents working just for you. Get the experts at Patterson Realty on your side. Experience the Patterson difference. Call 544-8662 or online at pattersonrealty.com. Through seven presidential administrations, bull and bear markets, and unprecedented change, Blakesley and Blakesley has been here helping residents of the Central Coast reach their financial goals. So if you need retirement advice beyond Social Security, want to roll over an old 401k, or simply seek guidance through an important financial decision, visit Blakesley and Blakesley in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and Santa Maria. Blakesley and Blakesley for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Member FINRA and SIPC. You're listening to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920. If you missed any part of the show, log on to centralcoastlending.com for archived shows and more. Now, back to your host, Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending. For anybody in the audience who's got a birthday today, happy birthday to you. Welcome back. That's right. Central Coast Lending turned 10 years old this week. Exciting stuff. It's a milestone. There you go. It is. It's a big milestone. You should be singing Happy Birthday Central Coast Lending. Do you think Paul McCartney should just recognize that fact? There's oh, I did. I got I got the company a cake on its birthday. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> right on. Cool. And I ate it all. I didn't see yeah. any of that cake. <laughs> yeah, well. I didn't see you know. any of that. That's right. January second. January second. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah, and the uh, the Mortgage Matters show will be turning ten years old a little bit later this year. That's right. Yeah, you started it right after you started the company, right? Yeah, it was in April. I'll have to look up the exact date, but uh, yeah, I want to say it was mid-April was our first show yeah. in two thousand eight. That'll give KVC some time to get in touch with Paul. And right, we can have up. them yeah. perform that live. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah, there we go. We'll Mortgage Matters. Get them in the studio here. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it is a uh, it's a milestone week for uh, for Central Coast Lending, and it's a it's a brand new year for the rest of us. We're all excited about the the prospects of 2018. I feel like um, the f- what I've seen here to close out 2017 and to open 2018 is a is a relatively strong mortgage, m- relatively strong mortgage activity. Um, Typically, things really slow down in December, but whether it was just motivated sales force or just market conditions, I feel like we really didn't see much of a lull. In fact, what I heard from a lot of our loan officers and from realtors um, at other companies was this motivation to not fall into the typical trap of the holiday season where you stop marketing stop looking for new clients stop working basically to you know spend the holidays with your families and do that but uh, i heard a lot of people talking about how they wanted to stay busy stay active 
keep their plan. In fact, start their... It was more or less starting a New Year's resolution about a month early is kind mm-hmm. of the feeling that I got. And, and I see that in the level of activity around our local market right now. It feels like things are, are, are not going through that typical lull. And it, the, I, right now, my feeling is that this, um, this tw- year, 2018, is going to be a, a, a good year for housing and, and for, for the mortgage side as well. I'm excited about it. I wonder how many, um, you, you do all of our numbers at the firm, Dan, how many in December of, of our loans that we closed, which was actually a very good month. I, yeah, I think I it was capped, our best month of the year. I capped off, if not my best, my second best quarter of, of my career. How many of those loans on a percentage basis were purchase loans? So I just did that report with the um, National Mortgage Licensing System. They require us to upload a quarterly report of production and for the fourth quarter, it was a little bit different when you look at units versus loan volume, but based on loan volume, it was about two thirds purchase, one third refinance. And from our loan officers, it sounded like the refinancing was actually picking up in the fourth quarter, mm. which is interesting that while refinances were picking up, they still only accounted for one third of the production. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it's a it's definitely a purchase heavy market. Not as many people able to take advantage of refinancing. You know, for a long time there, folks with five, six, seven percent interest rates could lower their payments significantly, and it it made a lot of financial sense to do that. As rates inch their way higher, and as more and more people do take advantage of the low interest rates, there's less new people to um, refinance into lower payments. So the refis we are seeing are primarily cash out refinances. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are using cash out to pay off equity lines because as you know, with the new tax plan, equity lines are no, the interest on equity lines is no longer deductible. So, um, we have seen some people look at consolidating, of uh, an existing first mortgage and an equity line into a new first mortgage so they could take advantage of, of writing off the entire um, portion of their mortgage interest and having a predictable stable payment right and having that predictable payment because as the fed continues to raise rates we see those equity line um, adjustable rates going higher they've gone up a point and a half since december of 2015 <clears throat> and let me just interject really quick dan on that point i'm so glad you brought that up a lot of conventional lenders will uh, what they do is they they give us rates for rate and term refinances which are just paying off existing debts on the prelim or against the house or they give us rates for cash out mortgages. Now the way cash out mortgages are usually delineated is anything in excess of $2000 on the existing uh, above and above beyond and the beyond. payoff plus fees. Correct. Yes. But usually these home equity lines are considered cash out mortgages to pay them off because they're seen as a revolving debt you can draw against it. However, right. however, if you can prove that you have not drawn against that equity line in the last 12 months, we can get you a rate and term refinance to capture all this debt into one nice, easy, whether it be a 30-year, 15-year mortgage payment. And that savings, that actual acknowledgement to prove that you've done that could be a three-eighths, easily three-eighths in rate. Yeah, it was It was about, I want to say seven or eight years ago that paying off an equity line, be, they, the mortgage guidelines changed to view that as a cash-out refinance. Um, even if you're not actually receiving any cash in hand, just paying off that revolving line of credit was viewed as a cash out because 
in the last 12 months, if you used it as a revolving line of credit, then you were using it for harvesting equity purposes. You were using your equity to make other purchases on your line of credit. Let's say I come to you. I'm a borrower. Dan, I want your advice. I'm thinking of doing this. You say, you say to me that doesn't matter we, if we pay off the home equity line, it's a, re, it's a rate and term refinance. What's going to stop me from going and maxing out that line and then a month later coming back to you and saying, let's do rate and term? I just got right. equity out of my house. So that's why the 12-month rule is, is a fair and applicable rule. Yeah. Is that you're not really using this. I mean, they're you, trying to. You've used it penalize the spenders and and benefit the savers and it, and it's to avoid the the it, the problem that we saw that was so prevalent in the early 2000s where people used their homes to buy all the toys you know people were getting you know using an equity line to buy the boat and the RV and go on the vacation and do all these things that while those are are great things to do and enjoy with with the wealth that you acquire through home appreciation i mean it's it's your home and your equity to do what you want with, it's still at, it, it got to be a little bit problematic and a little bit irresponsible. And so the mortgage companies were the one, you know, a lot of them ended up taking those losses um, as, sure. as the whole real estate situation changed in 2007 and eight. And, um, and so they, they implemented some new rules to try to dissuade that behavior. And you might, you might be, you might be thinking, well, I mean, what's the difference, right? I mean, I'm I'm getting it all into one rate. I'm going to pay one payment. But the, the fact of the matter is it's risk-based pricing. You know, right. at a certain loan-to-value, the collateral for the bank is 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 a risk. Uh, I, I was interested. Thank you for telling us that two-thirds of the loans were purchase loans. And I, I wanted to hear, you, you got right into it, what the last third of the refinances were because I'm thinking people are starting to realize Man, we're on a pretty good run here for appreciation. Yeah. So, do I dip down into my my well and try to find, you know, get as much cash as I can? Right. So we're seeing, you know, we're we're seeing we're still seeing some people who are coming to the table with high interest rates and can benefit from today's rates, you know, just by lowering their payments. So we do see that still, but it's not as much as it was a, a few years ago. What we're mostly seeing is the cash out refinance. Um, People who are looking to make home improvements, pay off an equity line, um, you know, do do the typical things that they would do with, with equity that's built up. Another thing that we see that's very common is a lot of people, I, I would say it's more common than not, for people to buy a home with less than 20% down. So their loan that they get on, on that home purchase has some form of mortgage insurance, whether it's lender paid mortgage insurance or a no MI program where mm-hmm. really what you're getting is a higher rate. Um, if you're, if there's ever a purchase where there's less than 20% down, there is some component of mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. Don't be fooled by the the different you know, be salesmanship in. that you hear out there. There is mortgage insurance when there's less than 20% down. So we're seeing a lot of people come to the table who want to get out of that mortgage insurance who you know, want to get out of that higher um, payment and get into to something lower now that they've now that their home is appreciated six, seven, eight percent per year for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing we're seeing is people who their financial situation has changed in such a way that um, that they can go into a shorter term loan and pay the loan off a lot earlier. Um, you know, moving from a thirty year to a fifteen year um, is is a very 
smart move if you can afford that change in payment. Usually when you move into that shorter term loan, your payment will go up. In some cases, it stays the same or even goes down depending on your current rate and current balance and things like that. But oftentimes the payment will be just a little bit higher, but you pay so much less in interest. Mm -hmm. When you do a 30-year fixed loan, you end up repaying 170% of the principal borrowed. When you do a 15-year fixed loan, you end up repaying about 130% of the principal borrowed. So significant difference in what you will actually repay at the end of that loan term. So those are those are what's still driving the refinance side of our business. And um, I think it's important to just remind people that those opportunities are out there. Um, it It's funny. I, I think we take it for granted sometimes being in this business that um, we assume every homeowner kind of understands why you would refinance. But I, I run into people who who don't understand why they would do it. Well, I've already got a loan. I already bought the home. Why would I, what's the point of refinancing? Why would I do that? Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I thought it, everyone understood, but here are the reasons why. Lower your payment, get out of MI, shorten your term. You know, it's a financial planning tool. A mortgage is really a financial planning tool. It, it, can, it can be a keystone pillar of your financial planning tool. I know? mean, most people, most normal people, your peers, um, owning that home, the the home itself is the biggest asset in their lives and likely will be. Um, you know, most people only own one home if they own a home at all and, and it's their biggest asset. And, and the debt on that asset is likely the biggest payment in their lives too. And so using mortgage financing as a financial planning tool is essential to getting to retirement and planning for retirement and building wealth along the way. And so that's, that's what the mortgage is all about. And that's where, how we fit into this puzzle is try to help you understand what the different options mean to you short-term and long-term. And then, you know, I think it's, again, segueing into what we're going to talk about. Another viable second. refinance is a reverse. Yeah. You get into the reverse mortgage option, which is a, a very misunderstood tool um, for the the elderly homeowner when you yep. get to that 62 year mark. Yeah. And, and people think, oh man, I've got, you know, my house is worth a million dollars and I've got a $200,000 loan on it. I mean, we could probably have access to five, six, $700,000 in equity the federal housing authority puts a cap on what the value of your home would be. I and mean, they cap it at right now, I believe it's 363,000. So 363,150, I just had saw the number in front of me here. And so there is equity in your home for all reasons we've seen people um, selling and, and doing cash out refinances. These reverse mortgages do allow your payment to go away. You can have access to cash right away. I mean, you can have access to cash up to uh, 2.5% of your claim amount in the first year, which can be quite a bit. Um, so these re- these this is another key thing to think about. As you're planning out your year, listeners, as you're thinking, okay, I, I didn't get everything from my financial plan in order in 17, but here we are in 18. This is a great product to consider if you're over the age of 62 because of the flexibility it allows you in the rest of your day-to-day life. The reasons you said, I mean, on a personal budget, what's my biggest payment? It's my mortgage. Unless, unless my healthcare costs have gotten so crazy that now that exceeds the mortgage. Right. You know, and, and 
it, what I like about the the product that we offer, the products that we offer at Central Coast Lending is that we have a fixed reverse mortgage plan where you can basically close escrow and no longer have the payment. The bank will just slowly but surely accrue interest against your loan. And we have an adjustable plan, which works like a home equity line of credit inside your home that you'd have access to in years where maybe you'd like to defer your social security income a little bit longer so that you get a better payout from social security. You could access the funds in your house to supplement your income. Because if I took away your mortgage payment, inadvertently I've given you $1,900 back every month. You know, if you've got, uh, if you're still working, if you've got some income coming from assets or investments that you've set up during the course of your life. Um, But should those assets or investments or incomes drop due to market changes or you don't want to work full-time anymore, you want to work part-time because you've got a grandkid you want to watch, this equity line would be available to you to utilize. I think it's so important to understand the value of that because what, what do we normally see in financial plans? People either plan ahead and feel good or they reaction plan, which is like crisis mode. Mm-hmm. And let's get whatever we can. And um, and we at Central Coast Lending, I think a big part of my year this year is to focus on this product and help more people see the value in it. And if it works, great. If not, that's fine too. But let's get really into your financial plan and see how the mortgage can help. Yeah, it's it's become a tool. People are, are realizing more and more that it's a tool for retirement planning. And in fact... I mentioned earlier that the the mortgage interest doesn't become a taxable event until that reverse mortgage is actually paid off, and the that can be a big benefit to your heirs of of your estate when when they let's talk about that when your heirs inherit your estate there's there's this taxable event that occurs right they there's all this wealth coming their way whatever the number is and there's a tax that needs to be paid on that. Well, let's put the quickly. Yeah. So every year, if you have a traditional mortgage, you get a 1098 form, right? From the right, bank. For the mortgage interest. Here's the interest you paid. Right. When you have a reverse mortgage. You're not getting that. You don't get that. Right. You don't you get, get it at all. But when when the homeowner passes and all of the, you know, that, that real estate asset passes on to the heirs, mm-hmm. as does the mortgage debt. And then that mortgage debt, because the homeowner no longer is residing in the property and you know, that's right. Because of the rules of reverse mortgages, that loan has to be paid off. When it is paid off through either sale of the property or refinance, um, that 1098 is then delivered to the heir, and they have a write-off to offset the inheritance. Correct. To help neutralize that tax burden that's going to occur. So financial planners have caught on to that, and and are using the reverse mortgage as a tool to help plan for that big event that's going to occur at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one big financial planning opportunity for the reverse mortgage. Mm-hmm. But I think more importantly, there's just the day-to-day living of of the senior homeowner, really. I, I think the biggest, Absolutely. the biggest reason that I see people getting a reverse mortgage is because of the affordability issue. Well, that's HUD objective, right? Right, it that's is. That's HUD objective. It's all about making sure that you're not house poor, burdened by your home, or forced to sell and 
you know, live in some less than desirable way that you're, you know, you've, you've grown accustomed to living in your home. A lot it's of your cave. Yeah. It's We're primal I mean, beans. You've been there for a long time. You've got all your stuff. You've kind of, you know, it's, it's where home. Christmas happens. It's where all the memories yep. have occurred. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to see people move out of that situation. That's a good situation to be in. And, and if it's just a matter of affordability, then the reverse mortgage becomes a great tool. It takes away that monthly payment. You've worked hard to build that equity through the years by making your payments every month. Um, you've had, you know, we all benefit from a little bit of the market appreciation that occurs Mm -hmm. hopefully all the time. But as we know, that doesn't always occur. Let me comment on that really quick, please, Dan. Um, the credit line allows you to, let's say you get approved for a hundred thousand dollars on a credit line. You do not have to take that hundred thousand. The payment goes away. If you should leave it in there, the, uh, the mortgage bank is going to show you an illustration before closing on how much that 100000 is going to grow. Yeah. So you're going to have equity returning equity to you, whether the market goes up, down, or sideways. This is determined ahead of time. Much like a, an annuity product would be. We're going to guarantee you 4%, Dan, mm-hmm. but the market might yield you 8 Now, if the market appreciation is 10 guess what? You've got the guaranteed return. But if the market goes down again, which these elderly people have seen markets that go down, not going to affect the way that they can access this line of credit. Mm-hmm. Powerful. That's great. I mean, because as you get older, you need stuff to be black and white secured. I don't have a lot of time to make more money. I don't get many more shots at the blackjack table. I can't take risks, right? Because I've taken those risks. Now I need secure, realistic income. Well, and I, th- I think too about, I'm thinking of all these different scenarios where you might consider a reverse mortgage. And I want to you know interject here very quickly that a reverse mortgage, I don't think, is the right solution for everyone. In fact, I think more often than not, a, a traditional mortgage is the right solution for most homeowners. But there, there are certainly situations where it makes a lot of sense to consider the reverse mortgage option. I think of someone who is elderly. They've lived in their home for a long time. All the memories, all the positives that we had just talked about. Um, but you know, as it is with the existing mortgage, cash flow is tight. Um, we can get by, still have enough money to go out or do whatever, but cash flow is tight and the home is aged. And as I've aged and my home is aged, we're less compatible than we used to be. Mm-hmm. And so with a reverse mortgage, you've got that line of credit or you could take any equity. You could, you have different options with a reverse mortgage. Um, you know, obviously, first of all, you pay off whatever existing debt there is on the home already. That's the first if the there first is portion debt. of proceeds yep. go. And then assuming there's some extra left over in in your home equity, you can take money as a lump sum. You could take it as a line of credit. You could structure it as a regular monthly disbursement. Correct. Um, there's so many different ways to structure the the way the equity in your home is used in that reverse mortgage situation. You could um, take it as a lump sum or as a line of credit and improve your home to where it's better for you and the way you live today, whether it's ADA, whether it's just getting newer appliances that are more energy efficient, will help lower your utility bills or something. I mean, there's, there's just so many different things you can do that touches home for me. And I've seen this happen is you've worked hard your whole life. You've paid off your mortgage. It's free and clear. This asset's going to be passed to your legacy, your kids, 
but now all of a sudden you've had a couple visits with a doctor and you need some serious care, you can access funds for care so that your children don't have to try to cobble together money to offset what you can't afford, right? So now you're saying, hey, I'm going to pass this asset to you, children. It's probably $500,000. Let's access the funds up to X to pay for care. And uh, just really quickly. That the, helps That helps combat what yeah. could be happening in your later years. The big fears of reverse mortgage, again, are that you lose title to your home. And that's just not true. So you never lose title to your home. You're always on title to the home. The only issue is that if you're not living there for at least half the year or, I mean, that's really it. If you're not living there, then you're not allowed to have that reverse mortgage anymore. And you're given a little bit of time to refinance out of it or sell the home. I mean, there's no, you're not, the bank's never just going to come and take your home away unless you don't comply with the rules. I mean, Mm -hmm. if it's like any mortgage, if you aren't living there and you're not paying off the reverse mortgage, and so you're violating the terms of the loan, then yeah, their foreclosure action could be started by the bank. But that's not the goal here. The goal is to, it's a tool for you when you're of age and you're living in the home for you to use that mortgage and you're not going to lose title. It still passes to your heirs like any property would with any type of other financing. So I think that's the biggest fear in this whole thing. The other thing is that you don't get pitched some bag of goods by a salesman and and don't have anyone else to bounce the idea off of. There's actually mandated counseling from a right. third-party HUD counselor that's there for you to ask any and every question you can think of. Before we go to the break, Dan, I totally agree with you. I'm so glad you hit on those points. Um, we have coming on the show, the second hour, uh, Matthew and Jeff Hollander, and they are certified Medicare planners. They want to just sit with us and talk a little bit more about how these this type of product can help plan for your retirement years. So Wonderful. fill up your coffee and stick around. We'll be right back with more Mortgage Matters. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with host Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending. If you want to join the conversation, call the show at 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Now, here's Dan and Jason. All right, all right. Welcome back for more Mortgage Matters. The second hour of the show begins. True story, this song's about a dog. Did you know that, Dan? I did not know that. Yep, it's about his dog. Wow. Which I love. I love my dogs. Yeah, I love my dog. Um, Favorite part of the video, back when music videos used to exist on a TV station instead of YouTube, is when Chevy Chase comes in with the trombone. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just... We're about to that point, I think. Just epic. (laughs) <laughs> so welcome back. Thanks for listening, everyone, um, for more Mortgage Matters. Before the break, Dan and I were getting into a nice dialogue about reverse mortgages. And not only are they 
you know, very complex in what they can allow you to do with your financial plan, but that in some ways they may not be for everyone. Um, wouldn't you say, Dan? Yeah. In fact, I, I, I mentioned earlier, I, I feel like more often than not, a, a traditional mortgage is usually the best option for people, but there are, there are a lot of situations where a reverse mortgage makes a lot of sense, especially um, when it comes to just your, your monthly cash flow and ability to live the life that you're hoping to live. Yeah. You know, the, the mortgage is most people's largest monthly obligation. And by the time you reach age 62, hopefully you've made enough payments and, and, and done enough to, you know, benefited from enough market movement where you've got equity in your home. And that's where the majority of your wealth is stored is, is in that house. Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, listeners, I, I, I knew we were going to talk about this topic to start the year. So, um, I made some contacts with the guests we now have on the show. Um, Jeffrey and Matthew Hollander, both certified, uh, Medicare planners. And, um, I want to welcome you gentlemen to the show. Thank you for coming on. Morning. How are you? Very good. Very good. And I, the reason I brought you guys on the show is because you have such a unique you have unique examples and unique experience about why a reverse mortgage can work for people's financial plan because you see you deal with so many other aspects of life that they face because of healthcare needs or just because of aging and and their income needs um, as we get older. So I'm really glad to have you, you know, and we had the opportunity to, to get to know each other a little bit last night. You guys flew in from Arizona, correct? Yep. What a great, great evening and uh, really nice to be back here. Good, good. Now, did you guys have, uh, wh- how was your morning? Were you, did you get out to any of our local restaurants, anything out of this? Did you get on Yelp and figure out who had the best eggs and bacon or did you just do something at the hotel? No, I actually just took advantage of what they, what they had at the hotel, which couldn't have been better. Good, good. Well, you guys are no, yeah, I mean, you've been on radio shows before. I believe you're, Jeffrey, your son up in the Bay Area does radio. Is that correct? Yeah, his name is David, and uh, David has a show on the, one of the uh, local sports stations there doing uh, financial planning, and he's been doing it for about the last 10 years. Great, great. So, you know, tell me a little bit about um, what a certified Medicare planner really does for people and like what with regards to the services and the the education you guys provide well unlike the certified financial planner designation which deals mainly with the uh, preparing for retirement the cmp deals primarily with those about to retire those already in retirement and some interesting statistics that i've come across are there's currently over seventy five thousand cfps certified financial planners Mm mm-hmm in the United States, with 8,763 of them here in California. Okay. Uh, the designation sense, yeah. that we hold, basically dealing with this very small niche, uh, there's currently about 300 CMPs in the United States and only three of them currently in the state of California. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a different way of coming at uh, problems. Okay. And our problem-solving techniques again, deal mainly with those that are currently in retirement, preventing and taking care of some of the major major cares and concerns that, that most seniors have today. Yeah, you're really, you're really like certified financial planners, even from, you know, they can have clients from the age of 30 years old, right? And help them plan for retirement. You're coming in as more or less the guru certified 
by the state to say, hey, this is your these with what you currently have. These are your real solutions. Let me give you some ideas. I think that you what I find we, we mentioned this earlier in the show. A lot of this baby boomer generation is retiring, reaching 62 at about 10,000 per day. Amazing. Per day. And what's baffling to me, not because I am already forcing myself to save, it's it's just baffling to me that they haven't saved on average. Most of them don't have $50,000 liquid saved. And so they're really relying a lot on Social Security and income that would be coming to them based on work they've already done. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, a statistic that uh, covers what you just said is the average American household has a uh, about a hundred seventy thousand net worth uh, after the age of sixty five. So that balance sheet includes their equity in their home. Usually, it includes their four hundred one k or their IRA. It includes everything they have. Their net worth is less than two hundred thousand dollars. That is correct. That's a national figure. And if that's in California, I mean. That's gone quick, right? No kidding. Especially with the <laughs> housing costs here, huh? Housing costs are are not only in California, but in on the Central Coast. I th- I would like to use the word are, are is a problem. It's a problem. I, I we have many of talented young professionals coming out of Cal Poly, the 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 college here, that have to take jobs in the Bay Area. They have mm-hmm. to take jobs in L.A. They have to move down to even as far as San Diego to be able to get a income yield high enough to even make them feel comfortable with the cost of living. And we see that all the time, Dan, when we sit down and pre-approve our borrowers. You know, you've got this young family that wants to buy their first home and, you know, truthfully, they're buying it with 5% down. Usually it's a gift from mom or dad or 10% down with a gift from mom or dad. And the house is $565,000 and it's their starter home. And that payment's over $3,000 a month just to get them started, you know? So then we accelerate to the other end of the life cycle where, okay, that, that young family stayed in that house and paid it off, but now they have new unexpected expenses that they run into, such as healthcare or, you know, just aging expenses, if you will. Exactly. When, when polled today, seniors say their number one concern is running out of money. Yeah. And uh, obviously, one of the main contributors to that are the healthcare costs that uh, we run into as we get older, and things on the body need uh, to be fixed, and or a catastrophic illness, mm-hmm. and then it gets even worse from there. Is there a target amount of money or wealth that one needs to acquire by a certain age to feel confident in their ability to live out the rest of their life without running out of money? I mean, do you, uh, that's, a, I, that's a great question, but uh, let me, let me go to, to something else and let's come at it from a different direction. Let's say that one of the two living in the home that have paid off the home, they're in retirement, the kids are, are out of school and they're off raising the grandkids, which are the number one apple of the eye of of the grandparents now, one of them gets sick. One of them has a catastrophic illness and needs some type of long-term care as a result of the illness. Uh, Let's look at what those costs are today, and let's look at what that will do to that nest egg, to that net worth that they've worked their entire lives to save. Uh, The average nationwide cost for long-term care in 2017 was $8,121 a month, or $97,455 a year. 
And then if we look at California, 9703 was the average cost throughout California per month, or a total of $116,436 a year. So if the average net worth was 170 as you can see, we're looking at running out of money in less than two years. I guess, I guess your answer is it's a moving target based on what happens years in retirement, right? Exactly right. Yeah, so for the listeners that just chimed in, whether you've, you've been listening since the top of the hour or just now, I have Jeffrey Hollander. He's a certified Medicare planner on the air with us. And the reason I have him on the show, it, it dovetails nicely into why they're here in the county, um, not only this week, but going into the future as they, as they want to build this education with our Central Coast um, residents is that we're going to have some workshops both on Monday and Tuesday of this week in the county. Um, you might have seen their ad in the Tribune this week, but we do have workshops at, um, Matt, help me, is it the Hampton Inns? In, wait, let's start with Monday. Monday's in Paso Robles. Yeah, Monday's Paso Robles, Holiday Inn Express. And Tuesday, uh, we've got two workshops now. We've got one at 11 o'clock and one at 4 o'clock at the Hampton Inn uh, right there off of Los Osos Valley Road. Right, so Monday um, at the Holiday Inn Express in Paso Robles is at 11. 11 o'clock. It's a, it's, a, it's a workshop with a luncheon, and um, these two gentlemen, Matthew and, and Jeffrey, are going to go over th- the trials, tribulations, and solutions of planning through retirement. I think why I'm so honored to have them here is because it really does bring up and oh my gosh, we didn't plan for that scenario and why reverse mortgages, I do believe, need to be reviewed. Like Dan said, a reverse mortgage might not be for everyone, but it, it needs to be a part of your financial plan as you prepare for retirement because it very well could put you in a comfortable position to combat these life events, as you were talking about, Jeff. Yeah. Let's say you have $250,000 liquid and then you've got your income investments coming to you. You feel very secure. Let's say you get to the end, right? And you're saying, I'm ready to retire. I did it. I didn't go on all those trips I wanted that my friends went on. I didn't buy the lake boat house that my friend bought, but I'm ready to retire at 62. It's still prudent to sit through this workshop to give yourself some insight on you know, what the other options are now. Because isn't it true that these options are always changing? Not only are the options always changing, but again, you've got to look to the future. According to the National Council on Aging, the NCOA, their statistics state that 59% of people 78 and over will need care that they can't receive at home at some time in their life going forward, or 70% of people 65 and over will again need some type of long-term care in their lifetime. So you got to prepare for this. I agree. I agree. So listeners, we're going to be talking about this the whole last hour of the show. Um, before we get ready for our quick sponsor break in a couple minutes, before that, I want to let you know that Jeffrey and Matt have made it apparent to me that they want to offer value to you for listening to the show today. Um, for the first 10 callers that are going to call into the number I'm about to give you, they'll offer a free financial plan. And... Um, This is a complimentary retirement master plan. This plan will help you efficiently plan your retirement, help you understand how long your money will last. Again, this is for the first 10 callers that will call now at 805-324-7914. Again, that's 805-324-7914. 
7914. So call now. It's uh, it's a key time to sit down with them and plan out. It's a new year, clean slate. Let's get it going. And if you call the uh, first 10 callers to call in, they'll offer you a free master plan. So I wanted to make sure I let you know that. So right before we go to the break, I just want to mention one quick uh, teaser, if you will, before we come back. Um, when we get back, I am so interested in hearing um, from you on these examples that you'll have, not only in the workshop this week, but in previous workshops, of what people bring up as like actual questions, uh, problems that they have, and how. And I won't get into the nitty gritty now. How do we solve it? But one of the one of the main examples I see is that just being able to defer Social Security benefits by one or two years can give them an increase of five to ten percent on what their income will be on that on that product. So. I know people sit down before they retire and get this info, but I don't know how many of of our borrowers are aware of that or listeners are aware of that. But if you can defer your Social Security benefits till the age of sixty six, you can start getting more than a hundred percent of what you were supposed to or what you earned. So the teaser is when we get back, I want to talk about a couple different ideas that you have and, and we'll share how the reverse mortgage can complement that. So listeners, please stick around for more Mortgage Matters. We'll be right back after this sponsor break. Mortgage Matters with host Dan and Jason will be right back. Join the conversation by calling 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. Too often, potential home buyers disqualify themselves believing they need perfect credit. The fact is, we can finance home buyers with low credit scores, collections, bankruptcy, foreclosure, or short sale. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre approved. Just call 543 Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. California BRA number 018 DBO number 6054783. MLS number 328358. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. For those of us who live here on the Central Coast, we know this is a unique place to have a home. And for over 30 years, Patterson Realty has been a vital part of San Luis Obispo County. Patterson professionals have led the way in real estate by adapting to new market conditions to make sales happen. What they offer is the quality of their people, agents working just for you. Get the experts at Patterson Realty on your side. Experience the Patterson difference. Call 544-8662 or online at pattersonrealty.com. Through seven presidential administrations, bull and bear markets, and unprecedented change, Blakesley and Blakesley has been here helping residents of the Central Coast reach their financial goals. So if you need retirement advice beyond Social Security, want to roll over an old 401k, or simply seek guidance through an important financial decision, visit Blakesley and Blakesley in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and Santa Maria. Blakesley and Blakesley for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Member FINRA and SIPC. You're tuned in to Mortgage Matters, which airs every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Your host, Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending, want you to join the conversation by calling 800-549-5832. Now, back to the show. Okay, listeners, welcome back. 
It's almost 10.30, Saturday morning. By this time, you're probably fully caffeinated on your way to Costco, wondering if the Chiefs are going to actually pull this off and beat the Tennessee Titans. They are, but... <laughs> but we are... This isn't a sports betting radio show, okay. so we're going to get back to what we're good at. All right. Um, I'm here in the studio with Matthew and Jeffrey Hollander, certified Medicare planners. And uh, right before the break, we talked a little bit about Social Security. Um, Before I forget, though, gentlemen reminded me at break. I'm so glad they did. Another reason they're here to do these workshops is to promote the fact that they now have a local office here in San Luis Obispo, which they can happily sit down with you, um, go over your plan, discuss what you're doing, discuss how you might improve it, look at uh, comparable analysis with one of our own Cal Poly grads as their representative here, Ryan Perrin, who will be sitting in the office on Broad Street just near the fire station um, and the railroad tracks areas of San Luis Obispo. So in addition to them having the workshop here this week, they've really cemented their place in our business community and they want to be part of it. So thank you, gentlemen, for doing that. Before the break, got into a little bit about Social Security. Anyone that can do simple math can see the value of deferring Social Security benefits to get a higher yield on that income. Um, Matt, I am just curious how this comes up in your day-to-day discussion and some of the input you give some of your clients. Sure. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it comes from you know clients really wanting to understand you know, when should they take Social Security? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's the biggest thing. And I've got calculators and things that we use in the office that can really show them, hey, you know, with your life longevity, how how long is this money going to last, okay? how it, Does it make sense to take it early? Does it make sense to take a penalty? Most people don't realize is if you take Social Security before your full retirement age, which is going to be somewhere around 66, okay. which actually they're increasing now as people are living longer. They're running sure. out of money to pay for Social Security. So, you know, if you take it early, they're going to hit you with about a 25% penalty mm. okay, for those people that take it at 62. And then if you wait past your full retirement age, there's actually an 8% credit per year that the government's giving them. Yeah, I agree. I, I see it right here. And, you know, it's 68. Now, of course, people need the money. They have to make a tough decision, sure. right? They're going to take it at a discount. When they worked all those hours, they didn't work 45 minutes of an hour. You know, they worked 60 minutes of an hour, most people. Some people try to find a way to work less while the, while the boss isn't looking. But most people would say, I work for this money. I deserve all of it. So waiting to 66 just makes sense. Sure. And if we can find a way to, you know, help them wait until 70, you know, if they have other assets they can tap into, like we had spoke earlier or you were speaking earlier about maybe using the reverse mortgage product to help tap into some of that equity to help float that bridge. Right. I think in the long run, once we create a plan and they can look at the hard numbers, it really makes sense to maybe utilize some of those other areas because where else can you get 8% right now? Exactly. You know, guaranteed. So. Yeah, and, and truly, and is all that 8% taxable? I always forget that part. Is Well, it's going to depend based upon their income and things. Got it. Um, so to say it's taxable, it depends. Depends. That's usually an answer when it's about tax, right? Yeah, and and that's the other thing. Uh, We own a tax office out in Arizona called Arizona Tax Savers as well, so I've got a CPA in the office uh, that helps with any of that stuff. So I can run tax analysis and things like that for people, and we can kind of get a little bit deeper into that. What a great value. Yeah, I I think so. What what Matt's talking about is should you have a reverse mortgage with that equity line that Dan and I mentioned in the first hour, you could – let's say you were getting – $2,600 $2,600 a month from Social Security if you took it today, but that $2,600 was 
would jump up to $3,400 conceivably if you waited four years, sure. you would take that $2,600 a month from your equity line that was allowed. And that that doesn't mean you're going to have to pay it back to the bank for the reverse mortgage. They allow you to take it. If you want to use, if you use up all of the equity in your reverse mortgage agreement, then at some point you're going to cap out. But you can always put that money back in too. So if you're now waiting till 70 you're going to get 130% of your social security benefits. Let's say you only need 100% of that. You could be putting back that delta of 32% back towards your reverse mortgage, just like you'd be paying yourself back to the kitty. So if you need it later in life and, um, and it, and it maximizes your return on those hours of work you did when you were 30, 40, 50, that you earned the social security benefit really is neat. Uh, Another reason I see people, um, bring up, you know, retirement planning being kind of a bear is because you look at these forecasts, these projections of what your growth should be on average. And when you sit down with people, uh, Matt and Jeff, do you, when you look at their plans, what is, what is the first thing you do by looking at their current plan compared to maybe not what are you going to offer them, but what do you look at to see that they're getting that return they were promised or that it's actually happening? You know, that's exactly it. We're, you know, I'm going to be analyzing it, looking kind of where their shortfalls might be. Okay. Okay. Um, A lot of people, you know, they get greedy almost and they get into some investments that are great returns, but it might be putting them in a bad tax situation. Okay. Okay. So we're looking at the real return, the bottom line. Okay. You know, where, you know, is their plan currently going to last with how long they're going to live? That's the first thing I'm looking at is how long is the money going to last? Okay. You got to have a plan for that. And withdrawing. And so like that return is happening in their accounts. It's tied to their investments, but then outside of this account is a whole life that they have to live, sure. right? They have expenses. Yep. They want to do things, you know, um, their family doesn't stop coming to them and saying, Hey, let's go to Hawaii. Or so sometimes they have to draw on these accounts, right? Sure. And should the account be, let's say performing negatively, that's not a good time to draw on an asset because nope. you you have to sell the position in many cases to draw on it. Well, and then, you know, on top of that, if I'm, correct some, me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. And there could be, you know, major tax implications for selling some of these positions as well. Agreed. Maybe not if they're at a loss, but, you know, there's some things that might fall in line there. Let's say they're having a really good year. They have some other assets they could be pulling from, but now they're having to sell these assets to pay for that, uh, you know, the new roof on the house. Right. Right. So the, the fascia's rotted because we live in Morro Bay <laughs> and the fog comes in every morning. Dan lives in Morro Bay. Oh. <laughs> uh, t- uh, tapping into this home equity line to offset returns is awesome. And and conceivably, this is where I, I really I really need to watch my P's and Q's, but conceivably after the account's set up, is it are they allowed to take funds out of the account? And maybe dollar cost average into their into their portfolio. You know, it's really is that a no no? I don't know. It really depends on what type of assets they're holding. Okay. okay, you know, and when I say assets, different types of accounts. I mean, we've got our IRAs, we've got Roths, we've got our regular brokerage accounts. So it, it's hard to say definitively yes or no mm-hmm. to your question. There, it really depends on how we have that set up. That's what the review is for. Exactly. And again, exactly. I want to remind the callers that. Um, the first 10 callers, I think I think we're almost to 10, but the first 10 callers, they'd call in now to the number 805-324-7914. Uh, 
um, Matt and Jeffrey will offer you a free, full, comprehensive review of your current plan and, and offer you some solutions to what you may have or just honestly tell you, hey, you are doing great. Don't do anything differently and give you that nice second opinion sign of approval. Yeah, and there's absolutely no obligation to that plan. Uh, you know, We'll look over. If you're doing just fine, we'll tell you so. If we have some recommendations, great, we'll show them to you. You can take them back to your current planner, mm-hmm. your attorney, CPA, whatever. Review it, and you know we're here to help. We were out last night at a at a nice new establishment in Pismo Beach, trying the finest cigars in the county, and um, probably weren't talking about reverse mortgages and finance most of the time. I think the conversation of of maybe the greatest Rose Bowl ever came up, and uh, and why we both love baseball. But now, what I love about us getting to know each other for our clients is that we work together as a team. You know, I think so many of our, so many of our, our, our clients love the idea of, of like almost a huddle around them. CPA knows the financial planner knows the mortgage officer, the clients that we like to keep and the attorney, you know, thank you. The attorney, they all come together um, one of the attorneys we'll have at our workshop will be Matt O'Leary, who's been in been in the area for quite some time. Matt graduated from Santa Clara University. I actually went to school with Matt at Sac State for undergrad, so I've known him for quite some time. And this is a this is a what we want to do this year for you listeners is provide you with the assurance that there are other products and options and just services and solutions for what you're doing. Um, it looks like we have a caller coming in. I want to make sure that we get to them. So before we get into a next topic, I've got Tom from Slow. Tom, good morning. Thanks for calling in. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Hi, good morning. Um, I just turned on the radio and caught you guys talking about that, uh, oh, calling in and getting on that list for a review, I guess, sure. of uh, planning. But um I'm just curious. I, I uh, so is this like a retirement thing, or is it dealing with the reverse mortgage? And great question. Great question. I, I'm I'm glad you asked that. We want to clear that up. The workshop is to address the the concerns that people have during retirement, and it's it's to talk about what you need to be aware of and how to plan for things in retirement. I'll be present at the workshop in case people have reverse mortgage questions. Um, but we, we're going to basically present a couple of of ways in which you need to plan and prepare for these 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 um, challenges in retirement. And gentlemen, add to that in any way, please. Uh, I think you handled it uh, very well. I think you covered the gentleman's question. Did that answer your question, Tom? Well, yeah, that, and then if I could get your phone number again. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead and call after you hang up, Tom. It's eight zero five three two four. 7914. Okay, great. I sure appreciate it. You guys have a good Saturday. You too. Thanks for calling in, Tom. So uh, right before Tom called in, we were just wrapping up the idea of, you know, I call it reducing your return risk and how you can protect um, clients from borrowing against their retirement assets by using the reverse mortgage as a tool. Surely you can have liquid assets as well. I mean, I, I know you talk about holding cash, Matt. Sure. It's always prudent. Um, Jeff, with when you're in these workshops, what are some of the constant 
questions or you know people stand I, they got to stand up right this is a this is a workshop it's not a it's not a you lecturing on how great this that or the other thing is it's to to work with the public and get to get feedback from them on what's bothering them what do you commonly hear well again as as we discussed earlier at the beginning of of the uh, the show the num- the number one concern of seniors today that we keep hearing at the workshops and why they come is uh, running out of money and I would say that our main goal and objective is to provide a service to help seniors reduce long-term care costs due to a catastrophic illness. And uh, with our certification, we work with seniors to help them reduce or eliminate these costs using approved programs that they've already paid for through their tax dollars. Got it. And this is what we try to educate them on to understand that this isn't the end and this doesn't have to be something that puts them into bankruptcy or or causes them to spend down what they've worked their entire lives for. But at the same time, how to access these benefits, again, that they've already paid for through their tax dollars. Mm -hmm. And uh, the spouse that that is is well or is at home doesn't have to change their their lifestyle. Right. They can go on and hopefully even have uh, the nest egg that they've wanted to pass on to to the children or the grandchildren or to the estate. Right. And that that's what we're trying to accomplish. Uh we've we've had such a phenomenal response, frankly. We 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 had this in the paper a few days. We filled up the the workshop. We don't have any capacity for the one on Tuesday in which, San Luis which Obispo. we're doing here in San Luis. Right. So they were kind enough Inn. to allow us to have the room for a second workshop which we've now opened the uh, the reservation line up again for. And that number, by the way, is 800-585-1584 if they'd like to attend either the workshop on Monday that we're doing at 11 a.m. at the Holiday Inn Express in Paso Robles or the new second uh, session that we're putting on for the workshop at 4 p.m., which again will be at the Hampton Inn here in San Luis. And we will be providing a a free, a free dinner for that. So those that are on the waiting list now or those that uh, couldn't get in, we've now opened it up for a second workshop because, frankly, the capacity that we couldn't uh, take the number of people that had wanted to attend. And that number to call in to get a reservation for the workshop one more time is 800-585-1584. Um, Come on down, people. Check this stuff out. I think it. I think. I mean, what are you going to do on a Tuesday night? You get a free meal. You get to get some workshop in. The national championship games on Monday, so don't mess that up with your calendar. Smart for you guys not having it during that. And these gentlemen are not just here for the workshop. That they planted a new local office here in San Luis Obispo on Broad Street near the uh, fire station and the train, the train station with with one of our Cal Poly grads that will be. Working, Ryan Perrin will be working there in that office to support you with planning, reviewing plans, um, and meeting face to face, having a good old fashioned conversation about your retirement needs. So, getting back to uh, right before we take our break, I want to get back to another what I feel is like another big concern for our borrowers with reverse mortgages is they fear that you know if I if I borrow too much against the house, there's not going to be that much left for the kids. 
So when you sit down and plan with them, Matt, how do you, how do you give them, I know you can't give absolute assurance, but how do you work towards providing them that certainty? I mean, is there other ways and assets that you say, look at, at 70 and a half, you're going to start needing to do this anyway. So you won't need the reverse mortgage anymore. Is there, is there, is that a common concern to, to where you come? Cause what we hear, I just want to say this quickly is we, we hear that's great, but what if the market drops when my kids need to sell it and it's basically a hundred, my loan is a hundred percent of what the value of the house is. Sure. Then and I feel, then I'll feel like I've spoiled their legacy. Sure. You know, that uh, that's in our first initial consultation. When I sit down with someone, those are the questions that I'm asking is, you know, where is this money earmarked for? You know, do you want to spend every last dollar and the last check you write be to the, you know, to, to right. The, Exhaust so. it to the last day. <laughs> you know? Um, so during that planning process, it's really going to find out, you know, if they're wanting to save as much money for the kids, it might be a question of looking at some different investments and things to help hedge against, you know, the possibility of, you know, downturns in the market. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different products and things out there that we can use to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that definitely comes up a lot, you know, in conversation. Um, I want to take one more break before we get to the end of the show. Um, but when we come back... I want to hit on just again for our listeners what the what the um, great uh, how they can reach you um, how if they can't make it to these shows you know is that it do they never get to talk to you ever and um, so I hope I hope we can do that but listeners please stick around for the last twenty minutes of the show we'll we'll get into one more little topic and example and um, and then we'll let you go on your day so right before the break I want to just say um, we've only got two or three more uh, available free plans. So if you can call in one more time to get on the list for a complimentary free master retirement plan, call now at 805-324-7914. That's 805-324-7914. And stick around for more Mortgage Matters. We'll be right back after the break. Mortgage Matters with host Dan and Jason will be right back. Join the conversation by calling 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending. When you buy or refinance a home, just call 543-LOAN. Just call 543-LOAN. Just call 543-LOAN. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending is locally owned and operated with locations in Paso Robles, Morro Bay, Atascadero, San Luis Obispo, and Arroyo Grande. For those of us who live here on the Central Coast, we know this is a unique place to have a home. And for over 30 years, Patterson Realty has been a vital part of San Luis Obispo County. Patterson professionals have led the way in real estate by adapting to new market conditions to make sales happen. What they offer is the quality of their people, agents working just for you. Get the experts at Patterson Realty on your side. Experience the Patterson difference. Call 544-8662 or online at pattersonrealty.com. Through seven presidential administrations, bull and bear markets, and unprecedented change, Blakesley and Blakesley has been here helping residents of the Central Coast reach their financial goals. So if you need retirement advice beyond Social Security, want to roll over an old 401k, or simply seek guidance through an important financial decision, visit Blakesley and Blakesley in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and Santa Maria. Blakesley and Blakesley, for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Member FINRA and SIPC. 
You're listening to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920. If you missed any part of the show, log on to centralcoastlending.com for archived shows and more. Now, back to your hosts, Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending. All right, gang, we're getting ready to wrap up the show. Thanks for sticking around today listening to Mortgage Matters. Speaking of taking care of business, we are getting ready to kick off the year and it, and emphasizing that you should take care of your retirement planning business. We've got Matthew and Jeffrey Hollander on the show. They're certified Medicare planners and have taken the time today to sit with us mainly to just start the educational process they're here to do this week. They have two um, workshops where they'll go over solutions and details of how you can improve your current retirement plan and help yourself through retirement. I do like, I do like these guys. I've, I've had dinner with them last night and had the chance to get to know them. Um, Jeffrey is not only been in the, the financial industry, but also been in the mortgage industry before and I do, uh, Jeff, I cringe at guessing your age, but I want to say that you're right about the age of most of these listeners that are going to be coming to the workshop. I've actually got a birthday coming up on the 17th of January. Okay. Good for you. Um, I think what's, so that's important to me, you know, like you're dealing, you've got a family, right? You've got kids, you've got grandkids, possibly, I believe, and uh, you've got a a dog, you've got things that you, you want to take care of and, and protect. And so when you're giving this message, it's not so much from a standpoint of, of selling them on something. It's to really represent that these are real problems that they need to address. And I, I appreciate that. What would you say in, um, you know, what would you say that most of the responses from these workshops when people show up and finish, are they, are they just amazed by the, the options that are out there? Well, the, the thing that I hear most is when we share with them the things that are available for them to use, again, which they've already paid for through their taxes, and what is out there, uh, what, what I hear the most is, my gosh, we've never heard this before. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, for giving us these ideas and letting us sleep better at night because I know what it's like to worry about money. We've all had the experience of the downturns and, you know, again, with, with my age, there's been great years like now mm-hmm. with the market being at the highest it's, it's ever been, mm-hmm. but we all know what's coming and we all know there's going to be a downturn mm-hmm. and it's so important to plan in advance, know what your options are and how to take advantage of them. Sure. I think, I think the other thing too, is that with, with our, workshop will have an estate planning attorney there to talk about how the trust piece of it works, um, the goods, bads, and uglies of how to do a trust, or if you haven't done one correctly. I'll be there present representing both Central Coast Lending and the reverse mortgage products that we offer just as a purely fly on the wall, but also just to present and give them a, a, a slice of what these solutions are. And then, um, 
what I what I also want to mention just one more time is that these gentlemen are uh, not just here for you know these two workshops. They're not in town for two three days. They they offer this service now in San Luis Obispo, and will be on. They'll have an office on Broad Street to sit with you and to go over all these things. So hopefully, callers had a chance to call in, and um, I want to mention if you haven't had a chance to call in, another way to to check out Matt and Jeffrey is to go to their website, which is Century financialconsultants.com and that's century financial consultants uh your logo is a spartan helmet a war helmet and i was you know when we got to dinner last night i needed to make sure that that wasn't a trojan helmet since i'm a bruin fan and your response to that was well what it is is centurion right and uh if if you look at some of the numbers today of of how many of us uh, or our kids or grandkids and future generations are going to be centurions. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. And uh, these, these are things we have to understand and plan for. We're living longer. Issues come up. Health issues definitely come up. And we believe strongly in the holistic approach to financial planning. And that is exactly what you mentioned a moment ago, is we have the attorney, we have the, the planning and we also have the tools so that we can prevent the catastrophic illness costs mm-hmm. and preserve what they've worked their entire lives for. A full team. And and I think uh, just one more time so that you know, they're going to be Monday the 9th at Holiday Inn Express in Paso Robles. Tuesday, two workshops at Hampton Inn in San Luis Obispo. So that's right there off of uh, Calle Joaquin Road. Mm-hmm which is that new beautiful uh, bridge you drive over over Los Valley Road and make a you can make a left if you're going out to Los Osos you'd make a right if you're coming into town and that those workshops will be at 11 a.m. till 12:30 11 a.m. Uh, to 12:30 That's correct and, and we're serving both lunch and dinner for the new workshop that we've added at uh, at 4 o'clock on Tuesday Good good So go on their website check these guys out um they they can be reached um Again, if I think we're done with the callers for now for the uh, planet, we still have one. We still have one left. Okay, you can call in at eight zero five three two four seven nine one four. These gentlemen will provide you with a free financial um, retirement plan that will show you what your efficiency is so far, how they may help you understand um, some other solutions. And that number to call is eight zero five three two four seventy nine fourteen. So. Uh, gentlemen, as we wrap up the show, anything you want to touch on, say? Just thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to be here and provide some uh, information to your to your listeners as to how, if they would like us to, we, we might be able to help in uh, their future needs. Yeah, we've got 10 minutes left as we wrap up the show. If you wanted to call in uh, just to chat, uh, the number here is 805-543-8830. Or if you're out of the area, 800-549-5832. So as we wrap up the show today, Dan, um, we've touched on a lot. I think it's obvious that our main discussion topic today was reverse mortgage. Anything else you think we should mention to the listeners about that product and and what we offer here from Central Coast Lending? Um, you know, I, I think it's just it's it's one of many of the mortgage planning tools that we offer. You know, we're we're able to counsel someone on a reverse mortgage as well as the traditional mortgage options and decide which is better. I think it's important to remind our listeners and our clients that um, different from past years, there's no financial incentive to our loan officers to 
to steer you towards one product or the other. Um, in fact, there's been a lot of, of rule changes and regulations in our inter- industry to dissuade that type of behavior. Um, we're we're compensated the same whether we we put someone into a 30-year mortgage or an adjustable mortgage or a reverse mortgage. It's it. There's no change in the way a loan officer is compensated. So you can come into our offices and feel confident that you're getting um, you're getting advice and more of a a loan officer helping you facilitate and and decide on the different mortgage options rather than you being sold on something that benefits them more than you that's that's not the way it works um at our office or really in our industry anymore that's that's not the type of behavior that that you'll see so you know because there is a lot of confusion you know i i think the traditional way of marketing a reverse mortgage is getting some face from TV shows of the past that you recognize and feel comfortable with, like, you know, hey, it's Magnum P.I. He's talking about a reverse mortgage. I, I could feel good about this. <laughs> right. You know, Magnum right. P.I. wouldn't steer me wrong. Or The Fonz. Yeah, you know, that's... It, it, you know, so anyways, there's... There's just I know that there's a lot of confusion. A lot of companies try to put put a familiar face on on the the brand that they're promoting and to make you feel comfortable in it. Um, but you can feel confident in in discussing a reverse mortgage as a realistic option for you. You don't need to to see a face you recognize from from past television shows to feel comfortable with it. It's it's something that. Um, <laughs> Thank you. It's something that that you should really consider as an option as as you enter those retirement years. I think it it really is a tool that's that makes a lot of sense for for people when you know. I mean, I mean, obviously, a lot of people when they reach retirement, they have. I, I know I have a goal of wanting to acquire a lot of passive income sources. You know, that's my path to retirement as a self employed person. Sure. Um, I don't have a pension to look forward to. You know, I I put away in my IRA or my 401k, I, 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 I try to put money into that every year. I try to max it out. But, you know, when you're limited to 12000 or $15,000 a year and you think about these, these healthcare costs, especially in your, in your later years, it, it's just not realistic to believe, in my opinion, that you can put enough money away in a retirement plan every single year to truly afford the costs of of aging in this country um you know if at the end of a 30 year career i i can hope that i can put away you know three four five hundred thousand dollars into a retirement plan and hopefully it grows and hopefully it balloons to a million bucks or something but 10 million yeah 10 million sure but some of these healthcare costs that i'm hearing oh my gosh a hundred plus thousand dollars a year to take care of my old body I that that whittles down that retirement that the the figure that you've saved for for your entire working life right. it whittles it down really fast. It's not like sports; you can't just trade it away yeah. for a younger body. Right? It, it doesn't work that way. I mean, maybe when I'm sixty, seventy years old, maybe they'll have figured something else else out where they can just transplant my brain into some you know amazing mechanical body. I'd, that'd be great. I think you know? you're supposed to do juice, like the juice guy. Remember the. What was his name again? James, the juice guy. We're talking about Jack Lillian. Jack, Jack Lillian. Yeah. 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 Oral Bay resident. Come sure. on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that should be part of you your You just got to eat at Dorn's every morning and have your juice yeah. in the afternoon and you'll yeah. be good. You'll live yeah. as long as Jack Lillian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I think that's good input, Dan. And, you know, Tom called earlier in the show and he, was, he basically said, so, you know, what, what is it you guys are going to be talking about? It's that right there. Dan's planning for passive income to the nth degree. He wants to have a certain amount in his retirement. He gets to retirement. And, okay, what do I do now? Like, how do I make it better now? And that's what these gentlemen are going to be offering to you um, at the workshop. Um, you know, one of the things that you hit on, Dan, that I really appreciate is that I, I try to specialize in these mortgages. I know some of our loan officers haven't done these, but a lot of them are familiar with the product. I always, in my book, consider this to be a two-meeting transaction where we meet once. It's like, okay, look, there's no pens here. There's no, there's no loan docs to be signed. We're going to lay out and talk about what this plan does because this radio show should not be the only introduction you get to how reverse mortgage works. Uh, it should, and likely it shouldn't be this, the only introduction you get to, to Matthew and Jeffrey. But what I think is important is that we go over behaviors like, okay, what are you going to do with this? What is your goal? Here's how the equity is going to, you know, when you pass away and the loan gets paid off, here's how the interest is going to pay the kids back. Here's where the equity is going to go. All those things need to make sense to you as a, as a borrower, let's say as a, as a consumer, as you get ready to, to take on the last stage of your life cycle. Um, I think the other thing I just want to mention as we get to the, to the top of the hour and, and wrap up the show is that this is a year in 2018 where, you know, we're on what I believe is the ninth year of a bull run for the real estate market and really the stock market, if I'm wrong. So we are a full, full fledged cycle. And, you know, like we talked about at the beginning of the show, textbook full fledged cycle goes to about 12 years maximum. And, you know, we're at nine now. So the, the chances in 2018, us seeing some volatility, I believe are high. I think that you're going to have, the same concerns you had last year with regards to rates rising. And it's a good time to get in now, just like the people are looking at their 15-year refinances, Dan. It's a good time to come in here and check this stuff out. It's no skin off our back. We enjoy having the meetings. At the worst thing that happens, we make a new friend, and we spend an hour, hour and a half with you. No cost to you. You don't pay us to do these reviews. I think it's a really good time to do that. And you know, we've got a couple minutes left, so... Uh, I want to take one last uh, chance here to mention Matthew and Jeffrey Hollander. Thank you so much for coming in today. Um, Thank you for being on the show. One last second for a minute for you to chime in. And thank you for inviting us. And uh, those those that are listening, I would share with you something that I always, I heard and enjoy, which I want to share with you, which is most of us, most people don't plan to fail. Uh, the issue, obviously, is we fail to plan. Sure. And uh, we are offering here a way that uh, we can plan for, for some of these catastrophic things that are coming up in our futures and give it uh, peace of mind and, and the sleep factor. The ifs and buts will drive you nuts. <laughs> Let's address them, right? Well, and, and my thought, Mike, here is we, that uh, those first 10 callers that called in, that thing uh, filled up pretty quickly. So for the next five minutes, we're going to open up the phone line, 805-324-7914. For that complimentary retirement master plan, uh, you know, create a plan, get answers. Uh, you know, we go back to the reverse thing. If the reverse is something that uh, might be something you're thinking about, we can work that into the plan and show you how that's going to work as well. So, terrific. All right, that Terrific. number again, 805-324-7914.
Great. Well, listeners, really appreciate you today as we kick off the year, the first live show of the year. Uh, we're back for our it's what's going to be our tenth year on the air sometime later this year. Central yep. Coast Lending April will uh, will be ten years on Mortgage Matters. My oh my! And yep. so uh, we really appreciate all of you. So uh, next week we'll have a great show. Stick around for next week and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you and take care.